Yo, 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 what up? It's your dog, Louisville Martinizzle, in the house. For, for show, for show. And it's Shotgun Tuck holding it down, baby. We be kicking it off mad deep this week for your punk ass son, Recognize. Yo, for real, for real, we got that funky fly dope shizzle lined up to fly your wig cap to the frequency. Done. You need to butt duck down. Yes, that is most assuredly verifiable, as proceedingly, we will soon engage in a thoroughly engrossing roundtable discussion with KUNM Youth Radio's own Kyle Ferris concerning the intricacies of comparison regarding Albuquerque's middle and secondary systemic ed- educational divisions. And on top of that, South Valley Rap Crew Project M is in the his house to kick some flow and get you hella interviewed. Yeah, yeah, no doubt indeed. It's going to be some... In- it's going to be more inquisitive than a Spaniard in 1478, son. For real, believe that. Yo, Lucia, shoot me in the face. Sure, the whizzle, Martin Nizzle. Anyway, our first music piece is My Reply by the Ataris. And yes, my friends, that was my reply by the Ataris. And here is our unique but very fun host, Luis. Uh, I'm not. I'm not actually. I'm not actually very fun. But yo, up next we got Kyle Ferris moderating a roundtable discussion about that school stuff, cousin. We got youngsters at the table from charter schools, public schools, uh, but no prep schools. Fool, dig it. Uh, and if you're feeling it, then raise your L in the sky. Yo, Kyle, set it off. Thanks, Luis. In our roundtable today, we want to look at the differences between various schools in and out of Albuquerque and how those differences affect the learning experience of the students in those schools. With me in this examination are Lucia Martinez, Jaron Kai, and Chatenay Tuck. So to start off, first tell us your names and then the school you go to. I'm Lucia Martinez, and I go to Jefferson Middle School. I'm Jaron Kai, and I go to Laguna Acoma High School outside of the Albuquerque Public School District. I'm Shatanae Tuck, and I go to RFK, Robert F. Kennedy. And I go to Amy Beale Charter High School in downtown Albuquerque. So to start off, well, we okay, so how are the facilities at your school? Are they decent? Are they well-maintained? I would say the um, facilities at um, Jefferson are pretty decent. Um, the facilities at Laguna Acoma High School are... Um, they're kind of falling apart right now due to overcrowding. We are, we just got a new school in about a year ago and it's already starting to fall apart. It's RFK is decent, but it needs a lot of improvements. So do you think that the uh, condition of the facilities at the schools you go to affects how well you learn? I think so. Um, but at Jefferson, our facilities aren't that bad, so it doesn't exact. That's not mainly what affects lo- the learning process. But I'm sure that in other schools whose ceilings are caving in or whatever, um, that really does affect their learning process. Um, it doesn't really affect too much. I mean, it kind of does when you notice that you know when you kind of really think about that our school is relatively new, and yet you know it's already starting to fall apart. You know, there are pieces of the building that are kind of, you know, you notice 
falling off or things like that. It's not really a great place to go. Not really. You're at RFK school to um, get an education, not to look at the walls, the ceiling, and the floor. All right. So let's talk a little bit about teachers. Are the teachers at your schools motivated? Are they, um, shall we say, uh, competent, well-trained? The teachers at Jefferson are, well, let's say that half are motivated and half just, I don't know, I guess they really don't want to teach and they're just there for a job. Um, At LA, it's mostly that the teachers are, like Lucia said, it's kind of a half and half thing. Uh, Some teachers are there because they want to be there and because they think that they can make a little bit of a difference in someone's life. And then the others are there and it kind of feels like they're on a morphine drift or something. feels like they're they're just constantly down and they'll only hand you out worksheets just to keep you busy. At RFK, more than less than half of your teachers are there to teach you and get you somewhere in life and the rest just really don't care how far you get in life. So how much do teachers affect how well you learn? I'd say that teachers affect how like how well you learn a lot because they're the ones who are supposed to be teaching you. But that doesn't always happen in some cases. Um they they are supposed to be the primarily source of or the primary resource where you get your information about anything and everything. Because, you know, that's what their title is. They're teachers. They teach you, whether it's history or science or something, they're supposed to teach you uh, whatever it is that their field of teaching is. They're supposed to help you and build you and mold you and everything to who you're going to be and to be someday better than what they are. So it's difficult when you have teachers who really don't want to be there and who don't care about your education and who just want their paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do your schools get state funding? Jefferson gets state funding. I'm not quite sure how much or how much more is needed, but I'm sure that they do. Uh, we get we get funding from the state, but we hardly see any of it. Um, our funding has to go through our school district, Grant Sibley County School District Central Office, and even then, they kind of. They decide who gets funding and everything like that. And it usually goes to the other high school in our district, uh, Grant's High School, and we hardly see any of it. Lots of people take part in RFK, so I'm pretty sure that we do get fundings. All right, so let's bring some of these elements together and kind of look at them and analyze them. The school I go to, Amy Beale, we get a decent amount of money from the state. We get more than any other charter school in Albuquerque. And from what I've seen, this is largely because of political connections. We have a lot of uh, connections in the legislature that allow us to be able to get um, sort of uh, bills and measures passed that give more money to charter schools such as Amy Beale. And consequently, our facilities are much better. We moved into a new school recently, so the buildings that we go to seem to be in much better uh, in much better shape. But that's not the case with some of these other schools from what I'm hearing you guys say. And I'm looking at that seeing kind of how politics and how placement can affect that. So for instance, Jaron, you go to a school that is between um, Grants and Albuquerque, correct? Yeah. So 
the type of money when that money comes down through into grant into um, grants, you guys because of your placement are lower on the list in terms of getting the type of funding that you need. Yeah, because the um, board members up in uh, grants at what they call central office can see the effects of um, the effects where funding is needed in the Grant High School. But whereas Laguna, it's they'd have to travel about 20 or 30 minutes down just to see. And, in, you know, if I worked there, I wouldn't even want to go down there. But it's kind of their job to see that, see the school and see what's going on because it is, you know, it is in their district and it is in their best interest to care about us because, you know, just because we're Native Americans on a reservation doesn't mean that we don't really care about where we go to school. So in contrast, then, when we look at Jefferson, so Jefferson is in the hub of Albuquerque. You're practically in the center, and um, largely middle-class families send, a lot of middle-class families send uh, students to Jefferson. And do you get donations from families a lot? Yes, actually, we do. With our Rock and Rhythm Band program, um, families donate a lot of money just so we can have great instruments for that. So, yeah. So because of placement funding and donations, you guys have fairly nice facilities. You have good, um, uh, you, you, you have a good building, you have a good setting to um, go to school in, yes? Yeah. And then I'm not sure about RFK, but knowing that charter schools don't get too much attention from the rest of uh the state i know i know that um there's a bill proposed because currently charter schools receive funding from the state but it's routed through in the aps board so the a aps basically decides how much money charter schools get and so without political without good political connections it's hard to see a lot of that money is rfk generally the same Chatenay, or yes it is and then even thinking about teachers, because if your school doesn't get a lot of money, it's hard to pay teachers good and keep them. So how do your schools have difficulty keep holding on to teachers and hiring them? At Jefferson, we actually don't have that much difficulty of holding teachers or well, hiring them either. But yeah. Um, at Laguna, uh, we just had to hire a new uh, environmental science and physical science teacher, and that took them about half a semester. And before that, we've gone through about four or five principals. So it is kind of difficult to keep staff members at our school. At RFK, it's not hard. Um, we don't really lose teachers. They're all there for us through thick and thin. They're like them ride or die teachers. Mm -hmm. So to, to sum this up, basically, it seems like the quality of education that many of us are receiving comes through a certain amount of economics because... When you get good funding, you can hire better teachers. I know our school pays, I believe, um, more than the rest of the a lot of a lot of the other schools in the APS uh, district in terms of the salaries. And as such, we are able to hire just really motivated and really qualified teachers. It's a new we're a new school, so it's difficult to it's sometimes difficult to hold on to teachers. But there are ups and downs when you have that type of situation. But overall, the teachers that we get. Are, are very inclined to help us and help us learn. But getting that money is hard because you have to go through so many political routes. I, you have to have influence with the legislature. You have to have influence with the state in order to get the type of funds necessary to bring in money to hire good teachers, to get good facilities. Jaren's 
problem at Luganayakama is a good example of this because you have trouble holding on to teachers and hiring teachers largely because of money and where you are. Just placement in the city means that you're not high on the list to get to get good funds, and then teachers who go there aren't necessarily paid as well, so they can't, they're not as inclined to try and make the commute and come to school or come to teach every day. And even more in the political realm, you have No Child Left Behind, which absolutely exhausts teachers because they have to spend so much time preparing and getting students through these standards that they now have no time to prepare and actually teach their students so they're burnt out even more and less inclined to teach, and you can lose a lot of good teachers that way. So I believe that's all. Uh, thank you to all of the panelists for joining me in this discussion, and now back to our Lucia for some more music. Thanks, Kyle. And our next music piece is Poison by Hot Water Music. I could waste away with politics Drown myself with wine Find myself to solitude And inject poison into my mind Meanwhile, outside Everything still grows Wildlife, fire, and fury While I wish alone You know that I can feel the poison in my was for Fiona by No Use for a Name, and before that was The Darkest Places by MXPX. And now back to our hosts, Luis, or wait, no, sorry, Chutney. Today is Chinese New Year's, and a member of the collective, Tracy Tram, and her moms is in this piece to blow you away with her Chinese piece, so huff and puff and blow this joint down when you're ready, homie G gangsta. This is my mom, Siugek, preparing food for Chinese New Year's. This year is the year of the dog. Chinese New Year is celebrated to help us set how the rest of our year will be. My family celebrates every year by honoring our present and past family. We do this because we care about our family. We pray to our ancestors so that they will watch over us, and we pray to them for fortune, good health, and just basically a good life. On Chinese New Year's, we cook many different dishes because it symbolizes that you will always have food to eat throughout the year. Because Chinese New Year metaphorically symbolizes what the rest of the year will be like, there are certain traditional beliefs that we try to follow. For example, if I wanted to live in a clean home for the rest of the year, 
then I must have my house cleaned before Chinese New Year's Day. I'd like to share a story that has to do with another traditional belief, and that is sweeping on Chinese New Year. One time, I'd say about two years ago on Chinese New Year, I noticed that there was dirt on the kitchen floor. I went to grab a dustpan and a broom. Just as I was about to sweep, my mom comes towards me and asks, What in the world are you doing? I told her about the dirt on the floor and how I was going to sweep it. She told me that I'm not allowed to sweep on Chinese New Year. It's believed that if you sweep, you would sweep away the family's fortune. The last traditional belief is that we wear either new clothes or some sort of red clothing on Chinese New Year. We believe that the color red represents power, happiness, and vitality. We also hand out red envelopes of crisp new dollars to friends and family. This to us symbolizes that we'll always have good luck for the entire year. This is my mom telling me about Chinese New Year. And that was my mom telling me about how we pray to our ancestors for a good life. Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, there are a few temples and businesses that organize Chinese New Year celebrations. In these celebrations, they light firecrackers and have lion dancing. How we celebrate Chinese New Year sets the tone and intention for the year to come. I hope you have a great Chinese New Year. Sing ni kuai lak. For Youth Radio, I'm Tracy Tram. And now we have Project M. Will you guys introduce you guys yourself? Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Luis Parilla, a.k.a. Little Soldier. Eduardo Nguanzo, a.k.a. Eddie. Hey, I'm Martin Martinez, a.k.a. Swift. My name is Edgar Carrasco, a.k.a. Blaze. And their founder, will you introduce yourself? Francisco Ronquillo. Project M is in the building to show y'all what they is working with. Yeah! So, for all y'all listening, kick off your shoes <clears throat> and relax your feet while they do their thug dizzle. Then we is going to flip it and reverse it, and me partner Luis Dizzle is going to bust the interview. But now I'm going to stop because I'm starting to sound like Luis. So Project M, take it away when you're ready. All right. Uh, we just uh, wanted to keep it, um, just about the first song that we're going to perform. <clears throat> um, this is the first one that we uh, came up with. The concept was mostly like a theme song for the whole project, uh, just signifying that Project M is going to make it all the way to the top. So uh, here we go. 
Project Dam is power. Power for your health. Respect to others and respect for yourself. Proyecto M is poder. Proyecto M is salud. Protegete a ti mismo y a toda la juventud. The choices that you make can affect your life. Can affect your loved ones. Can spread worldwide. So take some time and think back today. To all the choices that you take each and every day. STDs and pregnancy is not the way. We need to put a stop to this mad madness parade. In time we could tell as soon as that we prevail with true knowledge that we seek. All as humans we speak. Turn negative to positive. Wrong to good. In time we could look back and say that we could. So come on team, let's turn wrong to right. Let's all fight together and reunite. Cause Project M is power. Power for your help. Respect towards others and respect towards yourself. Project M is poder. Project M is salud. Protegete a ti mismo y a toda la juventud. Las decisiones que haces pueden afectar tu vida. Afectan tus amigos y también a tu familia. Piénsalo dos veces. Tómate tu tiempo. Si de veras te aman, no van a tomar el riesgo. Con sida y embarazo no van a sobrevivir. Hay que ser responsables para poder adquirir una vida de rey con la chava que tú amas. Siéntete orgulloso y vive una vida sana. Preocúpate en la escuela y calificaciones. Que esas valen más que unas decepciones. Así es que, compatriota, escucha lo que digo. No arruines más tu vida por tomar un mal camino. Project M is power. Proyecto M es salud. Protégete a ti mismo y a toda la juventud. ¿Te quieres arriesgar? Admite con tu chava. Si no usas protección, te va a llevar la fregada. ¿Le quieres probar a tus compas que si puedes? Pasa nueve meses y luego te arrepientes. ¿Qué es lo que te hace hombre si ni tú te respetas? Tú quieres admitirlo, pero sabes que la neta. Piénsalo dos veces antes de arreglar tu vida. Tú dices que estás listo, pero sabes que es mentira. Project M is power. Power for your health. Respect to others and respect to yourself. Proyecto M es poder. Proyecto M es salud. Protégete a ti mismo y a toda la juventud. You wanna risk now we're in a condom with your girl But you'll find out it makes a big difference in the world You wanna prove your homies that you're mad enough to hit it But once you have it, baby, you will start to never did it So what makes you a man if you have no self-respect? A man is not made for getting girls and having sex So think about your life before you go destroy it You say you're ready for it, but you're not and you know it Project Dam is power, power for your health Respect towards others and respect towards yourself Proyecto M is poder, Proyecto M is salud Protegete a ti mismo y a toda la juventud Project Dam is power, Proyecto M is salud Respect all right this next song that uh, it's called trago tras trago it's about alcoholism uh we thought we'd write a song about alcoholism because there's a lot of that in our community and we just wrote it to make people see how it affects other families Dime por qué andas tomando, tu familia está llorando. Tú piensas como si nada te fuera a importar. ¿Qué es lo que está pasando? Tú estás bien enviciado. Tú dices que es verdad y no lo quieres aceptar. Ya es medianoche. Salte del bar, tal vez reflexiones. Y no vuelvas más, alguien te espera. En tu hogar, y no te importa. Tú quieres tomar trago tras trago, te cavas en un hoyo que pronto será difícil de escapar. Y si no te das cuenta que el trago te envenena, va a ser imposible poderlo dejar. Piensa en todos ellos que te dan su amor, pues los estás hiriendo. Causándoles dolor Tu esposa está rezando Tus hijos preocupados Ya quieren que regreses y dejes de tomar Ojalá y fuera un sueño O una pesadilla De la cual tú pronto puedas despertar Piensa en lo que va a pasar Tu vida vas a arruinar ¿Por qué no quieres tú dejar Esta adicción Ya es medianoche 
salte del bar, tal vez reflexiones. Y no vuelvas más, alguien te espera en tu hogar y no te importa. Tú quieres tomar trago tras trago, te cavas en un hoyo que pronto será difícil de escapar. Y si no te das cuenta que el trago te envenena, va a ser imposible poderlo dejar. Piensa en todos ellos. Que te dan su amor, pues los estás hiriendo, causándoles dolor. Uh, ¿Por qué no quieres reflexionar? ¿Por qué no quieres reflexionar? ¿Por qué no quieres reflexionar? Es una adicción. What is happening? You're hurting your family. You don't care about a thing. All you wanna do is drink. You know you're addicted. How come you don't wanna admit it? Stop and think for just a minute. Should have thought before you did it. Who am I hurting and who else does this affect? If I love my family, why do I act like I don't care? I wanna stop now, but I have no more control. It's like the alcohol has taken over my soul. Trago tras trago, te cavas en un hoyo que pronto será difícil de escapar y si no te das cuenta que el trago te envenena va a ser imposible poderlo dejar piensa en todos ellos que te dan su amor pues los estás hiriendo causándoles dolor All right, and this uh, little final piece that we did was a kind of a new song that we kind of came up with um, about mostly with the message that we have with the project, which is uh, Nurture Your Seed, uh, you know, to be there for your son, you know, for all the young fathers out there. So this is a little song that we wrote. It's kind of, it's called uh, I Love You. So uh, here we go. I love you. I love you. I love you. Know that I do. I love you. I love you. I love those little things you do. I love you. I love you, I love you, know that I do. I love you, I love you, I love them little Yo, things thank you do. God I have you, thank God I had you. You are my sweet angel blessing from the sky. You are the one true thing that did good in my life. That's why I had to write my little boy a lullaby to tell you all exactly how much I really care. Look into your little eyes, you're giving me that stare. I love your cute feet and your little messy hair. Loving you until the end and nothing else for I care. I see you here, lying right in front of me, toda la familia. I said you look just like me, only smaller and cuter, tougher people would all see, looking so sweet with them shoes at your feet, you bring your joy and love into my life that I would promise to respect, protect, and even God through the good, through the great, and even the bad time, that's why I had to write my little boy a lullaby, yo, I love you, I love you, I love you, know that I do, I love you, I love you, I love those little things you do, I love you, I love you. I love you, know that I do. I love you, I love you. I love you, yo, little yo. things So now too. I reminisce about all the bad time that I don't want you to live a life just like mine's when I was wrong, young choice, bad life, wrong decisions. Your mom almost went through with that knife decision. Now look at you now. You're almost two years old. I want to watch you grow until the day that I get old, giving you all of my love so that it can always show the right path to a good life. There you must go, right next to your mom. This whole time that I will sit there and write you all these rhymes about my love and my care and all that I show. And every time that I look for you, I know that you're there. So why? 
place my heart and my soul for you That you are my baby boy, something so true I learn about life and caring and even math too I know one plus one is two and that would equal me and you Laugh together, cry together, smile only for the better I'll be by your side, hold you down, doesn't matter the weather I'll be there to fill it with joy and be like Damn, that's my baby turning into a boy I love you, I love you, I love you Know that I do, I love you I love you, I love those little things you do. I love you, I love you, I love you, know that I do. I love you. I love you. Yo, I love them yo, little yo, things. Feeling too. safe and sound. Anytime that I'm around, going to the park, watching you running around, sleep so tight to you, facing upside down, with my hand next to yours, hearing your heart song. I know I'm still young and I'm young too, but I need to let you know about what I'm gonna do. How will guide and show all that I can, show my little boy how to become into a man so that one day I can see you grow and grow. For the day for me to say to grow no more and see you at your altar, a great future to grow for you to say, Dad, thanks for all the you show him right here i see a special little gift in front of me you bring your dad joy my little og you're my life in my heart and everything that i see and i won't stop loving until the day i can't breathe because i love you i love you i love you know that i do i love you i love you i love those little things you do i love you i love you I love you, know that I do I love you, I love you I love them little things you do Alright, thanks a lot uh, Thanks a lot Project M for coming into the studio and uh, thanks even more for uh, using your music and your lyrics to confront some real issues uh, something we don't really see that much of in music uh, at least popular music these days uh, and so now for the second part of this segment, uh, we have Francisco Ronquillo in the studio, um, the adult founder of Project M. Uh, thanks for coming by the studio. Thank you very much for the invitation. Uh, okay, so um, Project M is actually, you were telling me, part of a larger organization called the South Valley Male Involvement Project? That's correct. The South Valley Male Involvement Project, it's a demonstration project through the Department of Health, and it's funding that comes from the state through the Family Planning Program. So um, as far as these kind of programs, uh, how many of these kind of programs that get uh, state funding are there? Uh, not very many. In fact, uh, if we look at the region that involves uh, several states in the nation, uh, very few states have male involvement projects uh, like ours. So we're fortunate, uh, Texas in Region 6 and also New Mexico. So it's nice to be able to uh, showcase this kind of projects in the state. So uh, how did it come about that? The, this particular project, the South Valley Male Involvement Project, was able to get the opportunity to get started? We were actually very fortunate to actually work with uh, charter schools, and one of the schools that's um, hosting us right now is the South Valley Male, uh, I'm sorry, the South Valley Academy. And South Valley Academy, uh, that's where these young men are from. As you can see, very talented, uh, a cappella, they sang their songs uh, with all these important messages, and it's young men, you know, between the ages of 15 and 18. Um, can you describe maybe what an average meeting is like uh, and how, how that, uh, what those dynamics are like within the group? Sure. What we usually do is um, there's also a health educator by the name of Brian Serna, and he's uh, very instrumental in helping with the uh, educational sessions that go on at South Valley Academy. It's very informal. We meet with them once a week, and we talk about male issues and all these things affecting young men in our society. Uh, we help them define what is a man and what does it take to be responsible, to be involved, and to take care of themselves. So uh, what are some of the, the biggest challenges and problems, and uh, I guess some of the biggest goals that you have for solving those problems in the South Valley? 
Well, some of the concerns that we have as a public health entity is uh, things, for example, like teen pregnancy, the teen pregnancy rate and uh, communities throughout New Mexico. That's a big concern that we have, uh, the prevalence of STDs, in particular uh, chlamydia. This is one of the STDs that affects a lot of young people. And uh, so we looked at all the health indicators uh, affecting many communities, and we decided that the self male involvement project would be uh, an optimal project in the community to help us uh, reach our goals. The three goals that we have through our project is to improve uh, educational and clinical services for males of all ages in the South Valley. We also want to decrease the number of teen pregnancies and also STDs. And we want to decrease the prevalence of violence, STDs, uh, including HIV, among a very specific population. We're looking at ages, uh, teens between the ages of 15 and 19. Okay. Um, what Maybe you can tell us a little bit about uh, some of the approaches and strategies that you guys implement in trying to solve some of these problems? Some of the things that we're doing uh, different through the project and unique is that, you know, given that it's a reproductive health program and that's our intent uh, to kind of spread the word and start some kind of com community mobilization in terms of male involvement, male responsibility, we do things like basketball tournaments. We have a group of actors that wrote a play and uh, the play is based on all these issues that are affecting uh, teens uh, we talked about teen pregnancy, STDs, gang violence, homophobia. We also have this group, uh, Project M. And, you know, it's young men between the ages, like I said previously, uh, 15 and 18. And uh, <clears throat> we meet with them on a weekly basis. And they also wrote uh, some PSAs that aired on the radio. Um, I think we're uh, running out of time here, but maybe before we, before we have to go, you can uh, tell anybody who's interested how they might be able to get in touch with you. Yes, if you want to learn more about the project, feel free to give us a call at the Alamosa Public Health Office. The number is 833-9950. Once again, that number is 833-9950. All right. Uh, I, I guess we'll uh, have to wrap things up here. So uh, I want to again, I want to again thanks. Uh, I want to thank again uh, Project M for coming into the studio and Francisco as well. Uh, thanks a lot for coming in for this interview. Thank you for the time and the opportunity. Okay. And now back to some more music. Started from the top, that was Walking in the Dark by Goldfinger, and you just heard Twist by Corn, a little Gelatin Rush song for you. And here's the calendar. Hello and welcome. In honor of this lovely Lunar New Year, also known as Chinese New Year, we're listening to a piece from the Mulan soundtrack. Yay! Yay! It's Sunday, January 29th, 2006, and this is your Youth Radio Weekly Calendar. I'm your host, Michael Harley. And I'm Diana Barron-Moore. 
To start things off, for all those who have ever been interested in tarot reading, on Tuesdays, there is a beginning class with Donna Watkins in which students will learn the meanings of cards and basic spreads. The class goes from 7 o'clock to 8.30 p.m. at the Gaia Center on North 4th Street, 7320 Suite A. For more information, call 890-3442. Do you love movies, Diana? Well, I'll accept horror movies. Well, the fourth annual Telluride Mountain Film Festival is taking place in Santa Fe. The event is scheduled for Tuesday, January 31st at the Lensic Performing Arts Center, located at 211 West San Francisco Street. From 7 to 9.45 p.m., a spokesperson will be on hand to weave adventures, documentaries, and animations all into an evening of film. For more information, contact the Lensic Box Office staff at 988-1234 or visit their website at www.lensic.org. But Diana, what if I'm more in the mood for music over movies that night? Well, there are also some musical events this week. On Tuesday, January 31st, Ramallah, Death Before Dishonor, With These Weapons, Minus Seven, and The Bayonets are playing at 7 p.m. at the Launchpad. It's an all-ages show. For more info, go to info at launchpadrocks.com. You know, listeners, if you bundle up just right, it's a great time of the year to take a walk in the great outdoors. But if I have to walk in the freezing cold, I want to see more than my neighborhood, which I see every day. Well, then the Rio Grande Nature Center has some events to keep you covered. Bird walks are held every Saturday and Sunday at 9 a.m. for early risers. Nature walks are also an option and are held on Sundays at 1 p.m. The Nature Center is located at 2901 Candelaria Road, Northwest. For more information, contact the park manager at 344-7240. If you'd rather sit than walk, Blue Dragon Coffee House is having its Monday night live variety show on January 30th. Sit down and enjoy the entertainment from 8 to 10 p.m. It's free as usual and open to all ages. The Blue Dragon Coffee House is located at the corner of Indian School and Girard. Also at the Blue Dragon Coffee House on Wednesday, February 1st, it's open mic night. You can sign up from 6.45 to 10 p.m. It's free and open to all ages. To find out more, you can call the Blue Dragon at 268-5159. Additionally, on Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m., Irish Max Coffee House is holding an acoustic jam session. It's free for all ages. Irish Max is located one block south of Central on Yale Boulevard. There's even more music this week down at the launch pad. On Thursday, on Thursday, February 2nd at 7 p.m., The Edge presents Flyleaf, KI, and Brave New World. It's all ages, so everyone can enjoy the show. Just because Monday is a horrible day of the week doesn't mean that we can ignore it. If you live for tomorrow, then you have something to look forward to. This Monday, January 30th, at the Yale Arts Center, a show entitled Who Died and Made You Rock and Roll will showcase acrylic and ink works by Steph 13. The show runs through Valentine's Day on Tuesday, February 14th. Call 242-1669 for more information. If you're more into planning ahead, we've got you covered. For one week only, your favorite Schoolhouse Rock characters come to life. The Gorilla Tango Comedy Kids presents Schoolhouse Rock Jr. Live. Find out how a bill makes it to Capitol Hill or how the Conjunction Junction Switchman does his job. School performances will be held on Wednesday, February 22nd, and Thursday, February 23rd. Weekend performances run from the 24th to the 26th. Gorilla Tango Comedy Theater is located at 519 Central Avenue, 
northwest in Albuquerque. For more information, contact 245-8600 or go to www.gorillatango.com. And that's it for your Youth Radio Weekly Calendar. Remember, we're always open to putting up events that you, the listeners, have for us. Please email us your events at, to youthradio at kunm.org, or if you're in the MySpace craze that's sweeping the nation, visit our Youth Radio MySpace at www.myspace.com youthradio to post your events for us to read. We take suggestions through Thursday before our Sunday program. I'm your calendar host, Diana Barron-Moore. And I'm Michael Harley. We hope that our events have inspired you to indulge in some fun activities this week. But before we go back to our hosts, we have to say happy birthday to Philip. Yay! Yay! No one actually said happy birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> All right, uh, and that pretty much does it for this week's show. Um, our producers this week were Mars Chalon and Paolo Castillo. Our engineers were Amina Lee and Jaron Kai. Music hosts were Lucia Martinez and Philip Riley. Calendar's hosts were Michael Harley and Diana Barrymore. Project M was produced by Paolo Castillo. Also, a big thanks to Martin Martinez, Edgar Anguanzo, Eduardo Inguanzo, um, Luis Paria, and Francisco Ranquilla from Project M. Roundtable facility was Kyle Ferris, and roundtable particip- participants were Lucia Martinez, Jaron Kai, and Shatane Tuck. Tracy Tram produced her Chinese New Year segment with production help from Otiamba Umi. Adult co-conspirers are Marcos Martinez, Roberto Rael, Paul Inglis, Stephen Edmonds, and Otiamba Umi. Uh, we've been your host this evening, uh, myself, Luis Martinez. And Shatane Tuck, and we out. Uh, stay, stay in tune. Uh, next up is Spoken Word. And now your last song tonight, Landslide by Smashing Pumpkins. Covered hills.